0: You're listening to In the Open, a Mental Health America podcast, a space where we explore mental health and navigate the challenges of life through honest and candid conversation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to In the Open. Today, we're going to talk about finding your purpose. So I looked it up on the internet, and it it had my favorite suggestion that I love to hate, which is?
1: It was like, start a vision board. (laughs) (laughs) Which I love vision boards.
0: There's a part of me that wants to believe it, but then my part, there's the much bigger part of my brain that's just like, oh, that's some way to make me feel better, but it doesn't.
1: Yeah, it's like it's hokey. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. I, I also have that part of my brain. It's like, okay, will it actually do anything? And then the other part is like, does it hurt to try? It doesn't hurt to try.
0: Okay. The benefit, I do think, is we like to simmer in how I don't have a purpose or how hard it is to find direction. But doing a vision board, the action of doing it, gives you time. It forces you to focus in, to put something down on paper, in creativity, that we otherwise just avoid or, you know, just wallow in lack of direction well
1: you know where i think it helps to sometimes when we have like these big ideas it it is hard to visualize what that looks like so the action of finding an image that connects with whatever you're thinking about Mm -hmm. then helps you then focus more in on oh that's actually what i'm trying to attain instead of me saying like this lofty thing like I'm going to have this beautiful house. What does that look like for me in my brain? Yeah. By finding an image that resonates with me, it then helps guide me towards that.
0: Towards what you want. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you hear the phrase finding your purpose or finding a purpose, have you
1: found your purpose? I would say kind of, yeah.
0: What's your purpose?
1: My purpose is helping people. Why do you think that's your purpose? I've naturally been doing it for a long time and then when I started thinking about what type of work I wanted to do, it went in that direction as well. I wanted to help people and then I started helping people through different work that I did uh-huh. and then I was like, it really makes me happy to help people, you know, so I was like, yeah, I feel really good about it. That came easy. I mean, you just said it like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can, can you not do that? What's your purpose?
0: I don't know. Today, I woke up. I'm alive, I guess. Okay. I think it sets this expectation up that your purpose is supposed to be this godly-like event where you discover your purpose and it feels like, oh, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That, that's how it feels. That's how it feels, right?
1: Yeah. So I like, can see I that. I don't have
0: anything like up to that level <laughs> but I'm like living my life for this <laughs> divine purpose, which I think that... But what I think really happens is that if I look deep inside this feeling, I think the desire to have purpose is that you matter or that your actions have meaning, a meaningful yes. role, a meaningful part, like a meaning
1: that I'm doing something for something. I do completely feel that whatever purpose you find is tied to the emotion of feeling worthy one. So that's value, right? Mm -hmm. Value that's coming from you and then externally being validated in some way. Yeah. The other feeling that stirs up in me when you talk about it is where I can come in and easily be like, yeah, it's helping people. I can see and understand why for you, that's not the case. Because you don't recognize the things that you do. It's hard for you to see that. Shut up, America. Why you got to turn it into
0: something <laughs> no. so deep like that? I can't But it's even. so <laughs>
1: true. Like your, your purpose without you even recognizing is tied very similarly to mine. We're helpers.
0: Okay. Thank you. That. Thank you. That's very sweet. Okay. But. Maybe this is what I had to also warp in my brain because there was a period of my life where because I struggle with suicidal thoughts and it doesn't, it's not like, oh, I want to go kill myself. But when I'm in my deepest weird suicidal thoughts, I think things like, what's the point of you being on this earth? Right, right. <laughs> like, what is the point? You could just be gone and no, nothing would even matter, you know? Yeah. And um, so then it goes to like, well, why am I here? Why did God birth me? <laughs> Mm-hmm. and yep. that's a lot and then I and that's hard place to be in like that's too much
1: yeah it is but a I, lot
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying like in the end I, I had to shift it to say like well what where do I matter and that helped me a little bit because I'm mm-hmm. like well today I woke up I mean I say that today like I don't mind saying my purpose is that today I am alive mm-hmm. and whatever purpose I have it is to write this email right now I mean, I think that's also why people find purpose in their roles. Like, oh, I'm a mother. I'm a friend. Mm -hmm. Because in that space, I matter.
1: Totally. I can see who I am. You come to understand that that's where you find meaning and and all that. But those roles, I think, do help frame many concepts tied to this to help us feel like you do matter, like you have a purpose in the day-to-day things that you're doing but the, the deeper aspect of this question and what you were talking about is this feeling of asking yourself, do I make a difference right here? Is there anything that's going to happen if I don't exist? And for the people that are around you, it does matter. You matter. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing it closer to, like within the circle that we are able to like have, not see this, you know, circle miles and miles away. Am I impacting the lives of people in California? Mm. Very doubtful. Am I impacting the lives of folks that are here in Alexandria? Probably some way, some tiny bit. So I, I like that you are able to share the the struggle that exists in your mind and how you tie these things together. Cause I think many people exist in that space. Like, who the hell says we have to define it in the first place? Yeah. When you think of the question, what's your purpose? Immediately, what comes to to your mind? I have no clue. That is what immediately comes to my mind. Because you don't know what it means or do I really have to know? Which are two different things. All of the above? Okay. I mean, that's part of the language itself about... Mm -hmm
0: why I think some of the find your purpose is so problematic because it makes it too abstract or confusing for people. And then and then marketing has tied it up into these grand ideas so people could sell books and make people feel bad about themselves. But that was my point. I'm going back to it. Thank you for helping me find it. I think underneath purpose, I think people are trying to find value and control or just make sense of where they fit in, mm. and that's why I know in mental health, like community mental health, when we talk to people who've been lost, like to homelessness and to serious mental illnesses and lost themselves to like schizophrenia and stuff, We talk about one of the really important things is finding yourself again mm-hmm. and finding we don't call it purpose, which I really appreciate it. We call it finding meaningful roles. Finding who you are in this space, separate from your illness or these other things that have come to define you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know that in some ways, I think that finding that community who talked that language saved me from probably ruminating for 10 more years in this destruction of like, I have to find the the ultimate right. purpose. Right, you know? right.
1: Like you have to find that and if you don't find it, you're somewhat less than.
0: You're passionless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not living your life of whatever, following your dreams, these other stupid things that we put pressure on ourselves to have or else we're not living our best lives.
1: I got to say, though, that also comes from a place of that is formed from cultural and standpoints, right? Like. I'm just trying to think of all the different folks that I have in my life, and and some folks that you know are not, were not raised in in the American culture, and wondering do they do they come upon this question, what's your purpose? And it's like, mm, I don't think that's the case.
0: Yeah, gosh, so the purpose thing is very American.
1: <laughs> I think so. I, I really do. Yeah,
0: probably. It comes from a
1: place of privilege, too, right? Like, what? My purpose? I don't have a purpose. I'm just going about my life. Like what you're saying. Like, I woke up today. I'm going to do all the things I'm supposed to do today, okay? Yeah. I've naturally come to this space of helping people because that's where I've naturally existed for so long. So, in many ways, what you're thinking, I could call it a burden. I could say that. Um, but I really take it as as a positive and, in the end, say... No, I think I am doing good in some way.
0: I really appreciate what you just said, though, about this is a uniquely American thing, because I don't know what it is about the country that we live in that makes you feel like you're never good enough.
1: You mean like manifest destiny?
0: Like you're never good enough, yes. and that keeps you feeling – you're. it keeps you in a position mm-hmm. where if you're never good enough, then you're always going to listen or – Show up for work, or
1: and you gotta hustle. You gotta always. There's something more to attain, right? Like we have to work harder to do to get this big audacious thing. Find your passion and yeah. be that amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's really hard if you start thinking about it. How we, how we educate our our kids and our and our teens and all that, and and we start telling them, oh, you, ha- you have to find a reason why, you know. Oh, it's like, God. no, man, you don't have to have all these answers. I'm already do it. Even just like,
0: oh, well, what do you think you want to be when you grow up?
1: Yeah, i Who knows? It
0: too. Who cares? Just be who you are right now. Yeah. Why am I asking that question? Uh, I literally mm. asked my seven-year-old son that this morning, America, not because I cared that he was discovering who he was. It was because mm. I have anxiety about him growing up and not being able to take care of himself. Right. Like, but we kind of just ask that question thinking, like, yeah. oh, nothing, I'm helping you discover what you're good at, you know, but underneath <laughs> all of it is this fear that he's never going to have a job, you know? Yeah, just you to know, survive in the way that I'm surviving in America.
1: What immediately comes to mind is like somebody's scrolling, finding podcasts, and they see Finding Your Purpose, right? And they come to ours and they're like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be so positive. And here we are we're like, no, you don't need it. You don't need to find a purpose, okay? <laughs> just be happy with who you are. That is the better message though. Yes, yes, it is. When you talk about like meaningful roles too, it's interesting that that whatever direction we head in around this topic, it's tied to some role of some kind, right? Like some uh, something tied to our identity. I'm a friend. I'm a mother. I'm a coworker, whatever. And it, I think it's important for us to explore that a little bit because for us to be good human beings, yeah, we need to connect with other people because isolation is not good for us. We are social people, social beings, right? Yeah. So I think that's where identity and roles come into play.
0: Yeah. Don't you? I do. And I think that's why the frame of purpose is Mm -hmm. also problematic because it's tied to this thing as well where when you're at a party or going on a date, like the first thing somebody asks you is, what do you do? Mm -hmm. And that just puts so much emphasis on your job as your defining characteristic. And so the shift to what's your role gives you the space to breathe, to be like, my whole identity is not my job and my passion. I'm a friend. Well, who are your friends? What do you enjoy doing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is so much more interesting and rich, but why do we always go to what do you do? What's your mm. job? We know why we do it, but, yeah, but it's tied to what you just described as the the American culture. So if we shift to – What's your role? Who are your friends? What do you enjoy? It shifts the narrative to focus away from your job and your career to your interests, your personhood, your relationships, your values, just you.
1: That's very, And that's good enough. When we do vision boards, you know, if, when I've led groups and stuff like that, and we've done vision boards, and then I've done vision boards in different spaces, a couple of, um, there are a couple of options, right? When you're like, envision what you you want your life to be like, boom, go and explore, find images. The other is what do you want that you don't have in your life? And people take that in different ways. They're like, Oh, I want the Mercedes. Bam. Here's a picture of Mercedes, right? Somebody's like uh, a picture of like a couple holding hands. And when, when I've done that activity and we've talked about it It's always interesting when they show like these abstract images, like people holding hands. What does that mean? Why I want a loving relationship. Oh, okay. That's very interesting, right? And when we ask and, and frame it in the way that you've posed it, what do you enjoy? Who are your friends? Seeing that visually is very different and responding to that compared to what do you think your purpose is in life? Show me. Yeah. It's not about finding purpose. It's about finding and accepting who you are.
0: And meaning, what matters to you.
1: Okay, so what matters to you?
0: I don't know that I care that I'm helping people as much as I care that I'm a good person. What does that mean? I think because of my experiences beneath that I mattered is that I'm a good person. Like, I'm not broken. I'm not screwed up. I'm not trash. Mm -hmm. So to help someone is like the next level. I need to just know first, yeah, maybe that I'm worthy. So maybe getting up and choosing to live or choosing myself is my purpose.
1: That's very meaningful. Choosing to honor me. Mm -hmm. So by being a good person, you've identified that part of that is you being good to yourself, treating yourself well.
0: Or just living, choosing life.
1: Yeah, that's that's the high level thing. When you go deeper, it's that second piece of saying, I deserve, I deserve good things.
0: I deserve to be alive. I deserve, I deserve good things. That's hard. Yeah, on my best days I'm like, yeah, I deserve good things. That's really hard to live by. I can say that I love myself and loving myself means that I choose to live and that I'm alive. I can tell I'm not yet at I deserve good things because I I can't even spend $100 on myself for a birthday gift. I like sit there and I'm like, that just that feels like so much money. Like, you don't why would you spend that much money on your birthday, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I can tell I still struggle with that.
1: So we got to work on that.
0: For sure. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that's why finding my purpose is like is a very hard topic. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's too many things there.
1: Yeah. It seems like it's I think when we phrase it that way and folks hear it and are out in the world and trying to just go on about their day and you get bombarded with messages like you do have to find your purpose to feel happy, to be fulfilled. Yeah. I'm sorry. These are the voices that exist in my head with all the accents. (laughs) Um, you me know, too. <laughs> I just it's think if we do dishonor to the struggle that it is that exists to just be on a daily. That's the, that's the bottom line.
0: Seriously.
1: From what you shared, what, what has resonated with me the most is choosing on a daily to be here. You make that choice, right? You you exhibit that in every step that you take on a daily basis. And that's okay to start there. And you build, you build on that.
0: I don't know what I take away. I just know this is a wrestle in my brain, but I hope sharing that shift for me about purpose and identity to just like, well, what's my role?
1: Mm.
0: How does that make me matter? It's, it's interesting. Cause you basically also pointed out that that frame is also a nice distraction from what's harder. Mm-hmm. What matters to me? I don't know. Maybe that's that's the next question I have to ask. Like, well, what matters to me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kindness, compassion. I think kindness really matters to me because I observed a lot of not kindness.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's an interesting theme to to pick up on. Maybe next um, during our next episode, because. We do get lost in this space of trying to put uh, a label on something. And when we're not quite there, we struggle. And and that's also me, right? Like, because my brain is so focused on order and control, when I can't pinpoint something, it, it creates a lot of unease. And maybe that's why, for me, it's easier to to hold on to these broader topics and themes. It's like, I am working towards that. It's not this thing I can just grab onto today, but it's there out there. somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that leans into like in mental health, that is that valued living. Maybe that'll mm-hmm. be our next session.
1: Thanks everyone. Keep fighting in the open. And um, also if there's something that's speaking your interest, send us an email. You can always email us at podcast.mhanational.org Thanks. Bye.